This is section 59 of Mark Twain Speaking. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Grand Tour. 1. The Sandwich Islands. Baseball Dinner Delmonico's, New York, April 8, 1889, in which Mark Twain was introduced as a native of the Sandwich Islands. Read by John Greenman. Though not a native, as intimated by the chairman, I have visited a great many years ago the Sandwich Islands, that peaceful land, that beautiful land, that far-off home of profound repose and soft indolence and dreamy solitude, where life is one long slumberless Sabbath the climate one long delicious summer day and the good that die experience no change for they but fall asleep in one heaven and wake up in another and these boys have played baseball there baseball which is the very symbol the outward and visible expression of the drive and push and rush and struggle of the raging tearing booming nineteenth century one cannot realize it the place and the fact are so incongruous it's like interrupting a funeral with a circus why there's no legitimate point of contact no possible kinship between baseball and the sandwich islands baseball is all fact the islands all sentiment in baseball you've got to do everything just right or you don't get there in the islands you've got to do everything just wrong or you can't stay there you do it wrong to get it right for if you do it right you get it wrong there isn't any way to get it right but to do it wrong and the wronger you do it the righter it is the natives illustrate this every day they never mount a horse from the larboard side they always mount him from the starboard on the other hand they never milk a cow on the starboard side they always milk her on the larboard it's why you see so many short people there they've got their heads kicked off when they meet on the road they don't turn out to the right they turn out to the left and so from always doing everything wrong end first that way it makes them left-handed left-handed and cross-eyed they are all so when a child is born the mother goes right along with her ordinary work without losing half a day it's the father that knocks off and goes to bed till he gets over the circumstances and those natives don't trace descent through the male line but through the female they say they always know who a child's mother was well that odd system is well enough there because there a woman often has as many as six or seven husbands all at the same time and all properly married to her and no blemish about the matter anywhere yet there is no fussing 
no trouble when a child is born the husbands all meet together in convention in a perfectly orderly way and elect the father and the whole thing is perfectly fair at least as fair as it would be anywhere of course you can't keep politics out you couldn't do that in any country and so if three of the husbands are republicans and four are democrats it won't make any difference how strong a republican aspect the baby has got that election is going democratic every time and in the matter of that election those poor people stand at the proud altitude of the very highest christian civilization for they know as well as we that all women are ignorant and so they don't allow that mother to vote in those islands the cats haven't any tails and the snakes haven't any teeth and what is still more irregular the man that loses a game gets the pot and as to dress the native women all wear a single garment but the men don't no the men don't wear anything at all they hate display when they even wear a smile they think they are overdressed speaking of birds the only bird there that has ornamental feathers has only two just barely enough to squeeze through with and they are under its wings instead of on top of its head where of course they ought to be to do any good the native language is soft and liquid and flexible and in every way efficient and satisfactory till you get mad then there you are there isn't anything in it to swear with good judges all say it is the best sunday language there is but then all the other six days in the week it just hangs idle on your hands it isn't any good for business and you can't work a telephone with it many a time the attention of the missionaries has been called to this defect and they are always promising they are going to fix it but no they go fooling along and fooling along and nothing is done speaking of education everybody there is educated from the highest to the lowest in fact it is the only country in the world where education is actually universal and yet every now and then you run across instances of ignorance that are simply revolting simply degrading to the human race think of it there the ten takes the ace uh, but let us not dwell on such things they make a person ashamed well the missionaries are always going to fix that uh, but they put it off and put it off and put it off and so that nation is going to keep on going down and down and down till some day you will see a pair of jacks beat a straight flush while it is refreshment to the jaded water to the thirsty to look upon men who have so lately breathed the soft airs of those isles of the blest and had before their eyes the inextinguishable vision of their beauty 
no alien land in all the world has any deep strong charm for me but that one no other land could so longingly and so beseechingly haunt me sleeping and waking through half a lifetime as that one has done other things leave me but it abides other things change but it remains the same for me its balmy airs are always blowing its summer seas flashing in the sun the pulsing of its surf-beat is in my ear i can see its garlanded crags its leaping cascades its plumy palms drowsing by the shore its remote summits floating like islands above the cloud-rack i can feel the spirit of its woodland solitudes i can hear the plash of its brooks in my nostrils still lives the breath of flowers that perished twenty years ago and these world-wanderers who sit before us here have lately looked upon these things and with eyes of flesh not the unsatisfying vision of the spirit i envy them that yes and i would envy them somewhat of the glories they have achieved in their illustrious march about the mighty circumference of the earth if it were fair but no it was an earned run and envy would be out of place i will rather applaud add my hail and welcome to the vast shout now going up from maine to the gulf from the florida keys to frozen alaska out of the throats of the other sixty-five millions of their countrymen they have carried the american name to the uttermost parts of the earth and covered it with glory every time that is a service to sentiment but they did the general world a large practical service also a service to the great science of geography ah, think of that we don't talk enough about that don't give it its full value why when these boys started out you couldn't see the equator at all you could walk right over it and never know it was there that is the kind of equator it was such an equator as that isn't any use to anybody as for me i would rather not have any equator at all than a dim thing like that that you can't see but that is all fixed now you can see it now you can't run over it now and not know it's there and so i drink long life to the boys who plowed a new equator round the globe stealing bases on their bellies end of the grand tour number one the sandwich islands read by john greenman